Anyways, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> episode 10. Oh, hey, big one zero. Technically, we were already at our 10th episode oh, the last up. episode, but... <laughs> I mean, this is our actual. Now one it's zero. our officially numbered one zero yeah, double yeah. digit no- episode. So. Can we have? Can we have like some? Yeah. Uh, can we have some like some celebration those, music? Some, some celebration like yeah. sounds like, like, some like the, horns. You know, like, like yeah, some, maybe some party. clapping. What the grunt birthday party when you had shouted grunt? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, with all the kids, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll do oh, that. that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah I'll do that. From, that from that from Halo Three yeah. and, and beyond. Good old, yeah. old reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The best skull. Yeah, episode 10. That's pretty nuts that we made it this far. Yeah, and like, you know, from, there's a lot of progress to yeah. be talked uh, to be mentioned, you know. I mean, from each episode to episode, there's always some change that we're making, including this one where I literally just spent the last hour trying to configure how we're recording it now, which hopefully from now on this will be the way it works. I think so, just because it's more efficient. So, I don't know. Moving into this, the uh, question we have for today is, it's already 2019 by now. (laughs) (laughs) So the idea is you go back and you can tell your 2018 self, like all this advice from the last year Mm -hmm. and hope, and, and, you know, if you could do that, what would you tell your 2018 self from the future? And just for the record keeping and for the 10 people who are listening to us still, yes, we are still on the train of discussing a holiday that has been one month over already so if you consider this the uh the new year's podcast then i think that's whatever. what it is because by the next time we have a new one it's going to be the valentine's day podcast in <laughs> march so like god damn it it's just then, like every then, single month there's a new thing to talk about and then april's going to be the saint patrick's day one saint patrick's or, or the or ides of the, march no march is saint patrick's day. that's what i mean easter's but. in april right April Fools. Oh, I was thinking we could we could do an Ides of March episode. What the hell's Ides of March? You don't remember that one thing from Julius Caesar where where he, got Julius, Julius Caesar goes to the Oracle and and the Oracle goes, "Beware the Ides of March." No, you don't I remember don't that? remember okay, that. It's just a me thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe it's another case of the Mandela effect that we were just talking about. <laughs> like this part of the book doesn't actually exist. I still think that the Mandela effect is super wild. For, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, the Mandela effect is when a bunch of people experience something that hasn't, or, like that to them has happened, but to a lot of other people hasn't happened. And a lot of people make it the excuse uh, to call that something that has to do with like alternate realities. Like people experience things in different realities. But I think Aaron's got a better way of calling it that. It's um basically mass gaslighting. So it's when every, not everybody, but... A lot of people misremember something. So, the, like I already told Dan and JP earlier, the classic example is that everybody remembers the line from Star Wars as Darth Vader says, spoilers, um, Luke, I am your father. But that's not the correct line. The correct line is, no, I am your father. So, everybody's like, oh, it's not real. Or yeah, whatever. and everyone erroneously remembers mm-hmm. it as being like, Luke, I am your father, yeah. right? Like, that's just like the popular reference. Or like, uh, Baron Stain Bears versus Baron Stein Bears. Yeah, yeah. That's in one, too. Oh. Yeah. It's, apparently, it's Baron Stein, but I swear to God, Baron when I was a kid, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like Baron Stein, Baron Stain Bears. Dude, so. didn't they have like a TV show and then in the theme song they said Baron Stein? That's what I thought, right? Okay. But if you go back and check, unless the people on the internet who are re- bringing up this conversation, again are just making photoshop edits of it being incorrect to continue to gaslight us it's just like what that's why in this modern day of 
people able to edit whatever they want. Now you're like doubly unsure of if something is the way you originally saw it or not. So have, it's like, have you knows? seen that stuff? Like there's a there's the technology to mimic like voices uh, almost perfectly. Like they do it with Donald Trump's voice, and they they're able to mimic his voice mm. and throw words through this program that make it sound like him speaking the words. Really? Yeah, it's wild. That's crazy. I know. Here, I can do it right now. Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. <laughs> I woke up today to have my cup of coffee oh, we've got, and hamburgers. We've got Donald Trump as our uh, special guest for today. Yes, I'm the best. I'm going to build that wall and make them pay for it. <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's the funniest thing, that even after the whole thing, like they're still not paying for it. Dude, I mean, if you think about it, you, the people listening to this won't even know if we're running our voices through a program that just makes it sound like us. Yeah, we could just be like typing everything out mm-hmm. as we speak. Our normal voices actually sound like this. Hi, I'm Aaron. This is what I really sound like. You'll never know. Yeah. You know, you never know. This, 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 is, this is what you really voice. sound like, this right? This is my fake voice, or this is my other voice. Mm-hmm. Dan just has the same voice the entire time. Yeah. There you go. But I really think, like, I think that Mandel effect is super wild, right? Like, I, whenever I hear about it, I always get, like, super freaked out about mm-hmm. it. And the uh, the origin of the Mandela effect name is that everyone believed that Nelson Mandela was dead or died in jail, but he was alive the entire time. I mean, he's dead now. Oh, there's that that tick off the box where we there talk about someone historic. or something who died. We, well, we ticked off two at one time. We have like a historical inaccuracy mm-hmm. and yeah. and the someone and dies the someone within the first five minutes dying. of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, we, we should just make an official list of the things that we have to tick off next year. No. Oh, next episode. <laughs> Maybe next episode. Let's make like an Instagram post or something. It'll be like, yeah. This. Oh yeah. By the way, if you don't know, we have an Instagram page where I'll make, I'll take little clips of whatever episode I'm about to post, and then you can judge for yourself based off of the thirty second clip. <laughs> and if you want to listen to the rest of the hour plus long episode, get a little bit of a teaser. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, the original question: mm. If you could go back in time and tell your 2018 self any sort of advice. That would better help them get through the rest of 2018. What would it be? That's mm. our premise for the, this episode. And Wherever it leads us, you know, we'll we'll roll. But like, so it's that the version of us that we're speaking to is like 2018 just started, right? Yeah. Okay. I would tell 2018 Aaron that he's a punk ass bitch <laughs> <laughs> and he needs to stop crying so much. <laughs> Have you seen that meme? That's like. Your uh, your future self is talking shit about your present yeah. self. Yeah, I feel I'm, like that's my. I'll do it right now. It's one of my favorite things. Fuck right? you, 2018, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be tomorrow and be like, no, fuck you, 2019, <laughs> February 9th, Aaron. That's one of my favorite. Uh, like, that's very true. Looking back, posts because it's it's pretty true. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do it all the time with like talking about my my high school self. And my junior high self, like I totally trash. Oh, dude, those I 100 percent believe that if I went back in time and met my like high school self i would probably slap him across the face really yeah why do you say that just because when i think about the way i not necessarily acted but like not even the way i behave it's just like i know that the way i thought of things back then was different to how i would perceive them now like i guess my attitude towards certain things or just like my worldview in general has changed. But, I mean, that's the inevitability of growing up, right? Wow, way to get deep. Hey. But like, I don't know. I in high school, I was pretty like straight edge, and now I'm just like I don't give a fuck anymore. Mm. So, whatever. I think if I 
if I were to ever like meet myself in high school, I would have absolutely hated myself mm -hmm. because it's just like, I remember that time as being super angsty and just super edgy about everything. And like everything had to be really dramatic and everything had to be like this or that romanticized thing. I, I think I would have just been so fed up with all the bullshit. Okay. Like, yeah, you, were, you were pissed off. All the time, right? GP, yeah. I mean, I'm still pissed off all the time. Well, now you're more cynical and sarcastic about it. Back then, you were just, like, pissed off. Huh, it seems like a better change, I would suppose. Let's modify this question first to uh, us shit-talking our high school ourselves. Because this seems to be kind of fun. <laughs> right, And I'm right. kind of into this right now. <laughs> Dan, what would you say to your high school self? Yeah, so imagine you're meeting your high school self. Like, how do you think you'd react? No. I don't even know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to me. I mean, well, if you think about it, it wasn't that long ago for us. It was only I don't know, like we started high five, school. six years. So well, that's when we left. Well, if we're talking about when we leave versus when we came in, I think me personally, like freshman year high school, Aaron already was pretty different than like senior year high school, Aaron. Oh yeah, sure. And now high school or senior year high school, Aaron was also a vastly different person than me now, Aaron. Yeah, even like. Senior year college, Aaron was slightly different person than it was me, because the monotony of adult life hadn't quite <laughs> hit me yet. Just yet, yeah. Now, I mean, like, I think senior year college, JP is like totally a different person as well. You know, like all of my my world views and all of my strong opinions have like shifted over quite mm -hmm. a bit up, like up until now. I think I've got like a different set of priorities, and I mean that's like to be expected at all times. But it's just interesting looking back and sort of like realizing that all the issues and all the big things that you were worried about at that point so like, small yeah like, do you do you ever go back and like continuously worry about those small things no, i mean i've got like the ever-living thread of like oh my god what is my life but like yeah that's like well, that's constant, always there i think that's your 20s right yeah. like that's you going through your 20s and trying to like put your shit together I, get in I, a box and like i mean i've heard that even continues on until your 30s so i've heard i just don't want to believe it yeah you know, I mean, I, I can sympathize with that because when I think about <laughs> when I'm laying in bed with my eyes wide open, unable to sleep and dwelling on thoughts of the past. God, that sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about occasionally situations or scenarios in high school that I used to think were oh, a huge no, deal. Don't do that. But now that when I think about them, well, I mean, I don't regret them or anything. I'm not like, do people still remember that one moment where I was an idiot? And now I, like, I'm like still at the same time, I'm just like, I don't care. But Back then, I probably thought it was a much bigger deal than it was, when in reality, nobody other than me <laughs> probably even remembers it in the first place. You know, I think, I think that's one thing that changed with me for over a long period of time was a, a long time, or for a long time, I used to really care about how it was perceived by other people on my smallest actions. And then you just start to realize that, like, nobody has enough time in the day to care about these stupid things that you're noticing. And the only reason that you're worrying about them is because you're in yourself and you're noticing these stupid things and acting as this like eternal judgment over yourself. That's true. Right. But nobody really cares. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyone you're who your like harshest critic. Yeah, precisely. And, and really like people are just trying to get through the day. And if something happens, like it's not like people are going to remember it forever, especially like when you're when you're going through your job and it's just like this thing happens one time. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think we, we end up inflating all of the issues, but that's the high school, you know, that's, that's being a teenager and like everything is a big thing yeah. and we don't know how to because process you don't have, you just complex like, emotions. You don't right? have the life experience or anything else going on. I mean, barring very specific circumstances, like obviously there are individuals 
at that point who are forced to grow up, but that's like a whole other story, right? Yeah. But generally speaking, your life experience at that point is not nearly enough to judge it against something else that's like an issue that's bigger than yourself, you know? Because like in high school, even like people now, um, it's mostly a fine balancing act of impressing others and impressing yourself, mm. I guess. Because like you said, you're like your harshest critic. People want to not feel stupid, but at the same time, they need to impress the other other people, which is like... I think it's only exacerbated by the fact yeah. that we have a, a social media social that's media. so prevalent and prolific where everything you do and everything you are as a as a persona is like put on a public forum for if people you to choose judge. to. But that's the thing, you know, it goes yep. back into that whole social media aspect where you are choosing and designating what parts of your personality get to be viewed and get to be judged and whatever by other people. Mm -hmm. But so like, I think the worst part about that going back on what we said before is just like, you know, you only see the best parts of people. And so like, it becomes natural that you take those like best parts of people and compare it to the worst parts of yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, and that's such a toxic thing to do in general because you end up comparing like things that aren't necessarily equal all the time. And I think that really plays into how people uh, view their mental health and how people view different parts of their personality. I agree with that. To, uh, to, to fit, uh, go through another part of our goals for every episode. Um, there was a Reddit post, an unpopular opinion about how like, Ooh, Reddit comment of the day. That's like three in the first 10 minutes. Um, it's like, the unpopular opinion was that a lot of the depression and anxiety issues like definitely stem from first world issues. And it's, I think it's a really interesting post because like it's not meant to uh, demean the issues themselves or not meant to belittle them, but it definitely, in, at least in my opinion, these issues come from like first world problems of uh, being surrounded by certain social medias that affect your persona and your and your like view and self-respect in certain ways and like having to compete with other social media presences and like how you view yourself in comparison to that. I think those are like very real societal expectations that play into how your mental health develops. Oh yeah. Right? And I mean, that's a very largely, well, I don't know how unexplored it is, but it's still relatively new considering how technology, how fast technology exploded. I mean, we already talked about before how smartphones just suddenly appeared in everyone's hands Wednesday and Wednesdays. Wednesday. Oh, I sound like an idiot. Last right? Wednesday it happened. But, you know, <laughs> now that everybody has access to Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat with a touch of a button, then that whole problem can just proliferate. Proliferate. I can't talk to you. Yeah. That, that whole problem will just explode 100 times more than, like, late 90s when everybody only had, like, one home computer and you could only access – a phone call or downloading a video or something like hey, throw that. Throwback to AIM. Yeah. AOL. Uh, AIM. Yeah. Good stuff. Ooh, it's Aaron was my username. I remember that. I had, ma I had Master Duelist 470 and I didn't even spell it right. That's something <laughs> I could tell my high school self. Your AIM username was fucking stupid. Don't do that. Learn wait, wait. how to spell Duelist right. I spell it D I spell it D U L E S T. So it's Dullist. <laughs> God, actually, it's a pretty cool name, the Master Dullest, yeah. because it's like you're the master of something, but you're also like, well, yeah, the I was like, I was like, oh yeah, sick Yu-Gi-Oh name. I don't know where the 470 came from. I just, I guess, I thought that was a cool number. If time. you really want to go back, like, don't you remember like all of the usernames you'd create for those games, like when you when we played Maple oh, yeah, Story yeah. or RuneScape? Well, I still use mine. Oh, okay, 
High school? No, that was no, no. That's elementary school for us. Yeah, your RuneScape name is different. My RuneScape name was Asian Midget A Z I N because they didn't let me use Asian because I guess <laughs> the, the filter like didn't want you to do that. Mm. But although uh, everybody back then used Asian anyways, A Z N. You know, it was just cool. The Asian movement. It's just like those. Was it a movement? It's, it's basically the equivalent of uh, like hype beasts now. Oh yeah. Before they had the hype beast tag, where it'd be like. I don't know, frosted tips and like <laughs> cars with spoilers and shit. Like think, think of like um, Need for Speed Tokyo Drift. Like nice. those Asian guys. Oh, hey. That was that was the Asian movement. Good rap. But but the name that I used wasn't meant to be that. It was just I needed to find a way to round to use Asian shorthand. Really. I don't know, yeah. And then yeah. I had a strength pure. <laughs> God, nice. I sound like such a fucking nerd right now. I had a strength pure that I named a uh, big green doofus. I didn't remember that. And then uh, Hooked on Rice wasn't born until Maple Story, so that was later. But I uh, still use that name. So It's a good one. Yeah, thank right, you. Right, right. I think that's an iconic name. Yep. Hooked on Rice. Well, I remember is I was deciding because you're only allowed 12 letters, and I was like, it's between Rice is my drug and Hooked on Rice. And I was like, first of all, Rice is my drug has drug in it, so that might not get through the filters. And Hooked on Rice has the double benefit of being a joke with wordplay on the hooked on phonics, yeah, that's commercial, a little which more is where PG. that comes from. The other one also sounds like a Kesha thing. Yeah. Like rice is my drug. <laughs> <laughs> a little racy uh, Kesha there. That wow, that does sound like a Kesha. Right, right. Thing. I'm right. Um, I think mine. Mine was a uh, my RuneScape username was Tchaikovsky Seven. Mm. I was going through a phase. I was really into like specific classical music at that time yeah and i was really into like telling everyone about it too like, i wanted to be the most outspoken like <laughs> t- terrible nerd and you i probably didn't it. even need to put the seven considering i'm pretty sure nobody else ever used no i think i put the seven because somebody actually had the name wow yeah i know i got beat to it wow somebody mm-hmm. else was, and the thing is you'd never hope found to, them you you always hope to see those names that don't have any numbers because i always felt like those are the pure names <laughs> on any sort of server they were the ones who got there first yeah yeah, yeah. you're like the original like oh man this guy's the real deal like uh. Zazima or Zazima 7. You know? <laughs> Zazima is going to be the real What a dude. legend. I know. Rest in peace. Let's try to get him on the podcast. <laughs> if we could pull Zazima. Oh, hey, look. A... It's Zazima right now. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, my name is Zazima. Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I'm Why pretty sure that? he's a nice guy. I think I've read that he's like a nice person in real life. Why was that your go-to voice? I don't know. That's the first voice that I had ready. Is that is that offensive? No. It might but be. that's my go-to nerd voice. And talking about RuneScape takes me back to those days. So. Yeah. Oh, man. RuneScape was a time. Mm. Yeah. We'll save that for RuneScape. we'll save that bigger discussion for the inevitable. You want to have a RuneScape podcast? podcast? Oh God damn it! <laughs> Should I play some RuneScape uh, background music? Yeah, yeah. Like you a, need to play while. the uh, play the um, the Goblins tune. Okay, I'll just have I'll have some RuneScape. I don't know if that'll get copyright, but I'll play I'll play in the background anyways. Like they really gonna like work that hard yeah. for it? Oh, Guitar Hero. Mm. That was the game. Yeah, I don't know. I think like if I could go back and tell myself I, to like what to do, I would still play Guitar Hero. Hell yeah, dude. Right? That was a huge chunk of our high school lives. I honestly mm-hmm. still wish I could play it. And it's not the fact that I've yeah. lost any skill. It's just like, it's not set up. Set up yeah. well, that too. Can't, we can't find any of the parts for it. They bring that back, it'll make some money. Yeah, but you know... No, they it, tried it, to. No, they it's dropped that new, off. It's that new one where... I think they call it like three Guitar Hero egg. Live. It's only three buttons on the fret. There's like a top and a lower button for each of the three buttons. Uh, but it's just like, it's not the same, dude. Mm. 
do that. It's not the same as where you had to shift over for the hard stuff. It's when you knew you were in the pro mode. Yeah. It's when you had to shift over. Where right? You had to cheat and put a rubber band over the green button. Hey, that was that only out. useful for one song. <laughs> it was better than the it toe. Worked. It was better than the toe technique. That's the only way I could get through because I didn't. The rubber band technique never worked for me. Anyways. It's a really like esoteric comment, yeah. right? We were playing through the fire and flames and we couldn't get through it except for by really odd Take and, that like, out ex of extraneous context. memes. Yeah, yeah. Use a rubber band. No, use your toe. <laughs> like, where does that come up in any other conversation? I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm proud of I'm proud of that one being purely our own thing. Yeah. You know, like that that's exclusively our group's thing. I would tell high school Aaron though to work out faster. Like sooner, in like in general, or sooner, <laughs> sooner, not, not pacing. <laughs> yeah, or to start working out seriously sooner because I didn't start working out seriously until high school senior year due to a class. It was called IS or something. I forgot what it stood for, but it was basically like weight training okay. instead of like a regular gym class. And I worked out. I started working out with my friend Jesse. Shout out to you if you ever listen to this. Um. But he was already like lifting at that time, so I didn't really understand the concept of like working my way up through the weights. Mm -hmm. So I just like immediately started benching and all this other stuff at the weights that he was going at. And since oh, he was yeah. already like a developed guy, like of course it's gonna be easier for him. But for me, I was just, like struggling real hard. I mean, granted, it made me strong really quick, but then gave me like all these nice stretch marks, marks on my arms. Okay. I used to be super self-conscious about it, but I'm just like, oh, whatever. But yeah, no, but stretch I'm like, marks are cool, man. It's but, like a battle scar. Yeah, I would have, uh, one piece of advice I would have told high school learners, like, start start light and work your way up before uh, pushing your limits. Good job getting strong pretty quick, though, because it served me well. Yeah. I think if I could go back and talk to JP, I'd be like, you need to practice a lot more. <laughs> oh, wow. Right, right. Just like keep practicing. Like, don't worry about this other stuff. Like, let it die. Mm -hmm. You can practice as much as you need to, and you'll get somewhere. It's really just like the distraction thing. Like, you get distracted by so many little things. And it really comes back to, like, how you don't have those life experiences. One of the best um, analogies I've heard for that is that your universe in high school is just so small. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, your conceptions I about your world are so small. And then once you sort of branch out into, like, having a, a job or going into a city for college or leaving home for college like your worldview changes drastically because you're forced out of this box yeah and so like you know i think the the big issue with distractions and like making things bigger than they really are is just like you don't really have anything to compare it to like your mm. your problems are that big but that's because like there's nothing to make your problems small yeah. in your own world like they seem super huge and i think like if I could just slap my like slap some sense into myself, I'd be like, "You'll have to deal with this in like <laughs> ten years." So just like chill out for now. You would go back in time just to give your high school self the ex existential dread that your college and later self would have. Yeah, sooner. Give, give me give me more time to think about it. Okay. Right, like it'll just fester for a longer time. That's true. I'd get to my cynicism a lot quicker too. I see. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> part of the uh, the whole small universe thing too is the group of people that you're with because for yeah. four years you're subjected to seeing the same couple hundred people you know the entire time and then lo and behold unless they follow you into college or you see them pretty regularly on your daily life at home like they're just pretty much not around anymore mm -hmm. and then your world opens up to all the multiple hundreds of thousands of people that apply or not that apply that go to your college and that are living in that town like I could count on my hand like how many of my good friends 
followed me from high school to college. And like, of course, that was that little bit of comfort that I had. But I thankfully made a lot of new friends in college. Like you said, that just opened up a whole new world because these are a ton of new people that I knew nothing about. Like I couldn't glean anything off of their personalities because I hadn't even just been in the same room as them. Unlike I would have been for somebody in high school. Like, you know how in high school... There are a lot of people that you kind of knew of, even though you might not have necessarily had a conversation with them. You're like, I know your name. I know your name. Like maybe just because you either have a mutual friend or you constantly pass each other in the hallway or like have the same class or something like that doesn't really exist in college. Right. Because it's like you can see one person on campus and then never see them ever again just because there's so many people. And that's just how it is. And even now that's moving away from college into regular adult life now, same thing. I don't unfortunately see many of my college friends just because we all live in different cities and that's kind of the nature of college anyways because everyone comes into one place. Great time, but here out in the regular suburban life, I don't know, now it's just people. You can't even see people's faces most of the time because they're just in their cars and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're only passing by them for a second. So unless you have a regular conversation with the guy that you're commuting to work traffic with. with yeah <laughs> hey bill same place same day uh, there was a pretty good shower thought that i saw the other day though that was like the people that you commute with every day to work are probably the same group of people more or less every single time mm-hmm. so I, I think it really speaks to the uh, the issue of proximity in terms of friendships because like in high school, like you really keep all of your friends based on the proximity and the amount of the types of person you find. Mm-hmm. So like your your selection base is a lot smaller, but it's all built like supremely upon um, proximity. And then when you go to college, like your friendships are built on proximity as well, but you have a larger like selection base to go off of. And then finally, like the, the issue why like certain friendships like are harder to sustain is because proximity like doesn't become a thing, you know? And I, I feel as if like that's like a, a very real test of, of of types of friendships. Whether your friendships last throughout a, if they last through a, a long distance sort of deal, or if they like really just depended on the proximity of the relationship to be a thing. Like they existed only within that era because you were because you were just each other. Yeah, because you inhabited a very similar space, and there was like similar things to talk about all the time because you were so in tune with each other's schedules. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a thing definitely when I lived in dorms because like. Yeah. It was like you got used to the same person all the time and you had to get used to that person's ins and outs and like how they functioned and what they functioned with. And so like proximity becomes the main reason behind developing like deep friendships. And not to say that those aren't real friendships, but like when you have to live with someone for a long time, your uh, friendship with them either is going to like fail miserably or it's going to get super deep. Yeah. So I think the it's so it's so interesting to really understand the proximity of it all. And that's really like key thing about the small universe and the expanding of your universe as you get older right it's really proximity that you're worried about and i mean there's that double-edged sword with social media where now because we have facebook and instagram and snapchat you can keep up with people Mm -hmm. even though they're not geographically close to you which is great because you know obviously i can't drive over to my friend who lives in another state's house every single day just to say hi anymore or something like that but you know, it's Facebook or whatever, I can send them a Snapchat and it's like, hey, we can just continue our conversation off there. But like I said, double-edged sword, not everybody keeps up their friendships, even though we have access to being able to talk to each other all the time. I mean, compared to 20 years ago, at least that option is there now. Right? I was going to say on the opposite end of it, like at least 
you know, that option is, is completely, you know, useful to all of us now. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's a lot easier to stay in touch with like your family. You know, there's a lot of the, like a lot of these apps, like, you know, to na- like all the group chats that we're in, like they're pretty indispensable actually, yeah. because like they sort of keep a, uh, like a mutual thing going. It, it mimics uh, proximity, but it's more of like, we're using the internet as our proximal habitat. And so like, it's kind of interesting how memes, how memes work. We're like, we see very similar memes and we push them out and we're here for the meme comment of yep, the day. There's a meme comment of yeah. the day. But so like, you know, we're able to, we're able to show each other content that we think would be relevant in any sort of regard. And we, we like build our relationships based on like shared, like favorability of this content. Right. I, I mean, think it's like big chungus. <laughs> yeah, dude, big chungus was like that's like the real, real point between all of us right now. Yeah, that's like how we developed our relationship. Big chungus. <laughs> when I shared big chungus with the group chat, man, I just knew that we we like meshed right there. Because I mean, those conversations are pretty much how we would carry on conversations as if we met in person, and yeah. just because we're lucky enough that we understand how that app works, we can continue to have the same level i guess of conversation that we would have in person you know what i want to tell my my younger high school self as well mm. it's to not worry about texting i think i made such a big deal about really? how my texts came off as a kid and okay. I, I used to i used to like i used to mull over i used to mull over the wording of my text for like oh, an hour. i yeah. thought you were talking about like content oh, no 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 like i would reread and be like this oh, sounds analyze. really stupid and i would i would go over okay. it a whole bunch right and now and now i'm just like okay so you like, had very proper grammar? In no, it's not even the proper grammar. It's like I wanted to sound funny and oh. I wanted to be an interesting Were person. Were you like XD, XD? God, I did that a lot. Like, <laughs> I, I I still do this, but I put lol at the end of everything. I just put lol. I, I do it because Whatever. it like it. Like, lol, lol. Okay. LOL is the least, of, in my opinion, the least offensive if you want to be offended by any of these uh, internet leaked leak speak things i like putting law at the end of things because then it adds like an air of whimsy to it yeah exactly you could say something kind of mean you put law and it's like oh he's joking yeah you know he's just kidding that's why mm-hmm. yeah i do it all the time right right i do that sometimes so i'll put lmao even if it makes me even if it's <laughs> even a, even it's if like, it's, it's like a big a, funny a second grade above like lol yeah. it's like slightly funnier it's lmao yeah I have yeah. completely dropped the raffle. Though. Uh, you know yeah. raffles are that, rare now you don't that find needed those to though. die in middle school though where we uh, left it right Oh, high school. Is anyone really raffling? You know, like, do you ever, did you ever raffle? I never actually, actually raffled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Did you ever raffle now? If there was a, (laughs) (laughs) if there was a, a shorthanded version for how I laughed, it would have been more like pushed air quickly out of my nose. You mean (laughs) the, the, yeah, like that. yeah, that. That's why I have done. Whatever the shorthand version of that is. That's my laughing whenever I'm like scrolling. It's like a, it's like a quick exhale. Yeah, you know, like aha, I have been amused by this. Or content. I like the how people say, yeah, I, I chortled. No, chortled. What's chortling? Just like a, is that a chortle? I thought a chortle. I guess that is chortling. I like tittering. Tittering? Yeah, tittering. What's that one? It, it's it's just laughing. It's like, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> the Peter Griffin type of laughing. <laughs> XD, XD, XD. Oh, my God. Is that episode of Rick and Morty with the lobster? Which one is that? The alien monster. And he was like, eh. After the oh, first time Rick oh. said something, he's like, yeah, do this you, guy do you remember gets that it. One? It's from season one. Yeah. Uh, what a classic. Yeah. It's like, now he always makes that noise. <laughs> grammar is a good point. I would tell my high school self to have Get, better grammar. Why? Was your high school grammar bad? No. I mean, I knew how to spell things, but I was just really lazy. Like, I would... 
use the letter U instead of spelling U. I kind of do that now just because it's fun. Or, or like I would use U R say your, and it's just like, I don't know. Hmm. It kind of makes you. Now that I think about it's it, ratchet, it man. just looks kind of stupid when I. Ha- <laughs> I'm like, does it bother you? Would it bother you if I sent that to you during our text? No. So the thing is, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me when other people do it. It bothers me when I do it because, Mm. or when I did it. Now that I think about it, because I know that I have the capability of showing that I properly know how to spell things and I'm not a total idiot. Not saying that people who use that form of spelling or grammar are dumb, but it kind of sounds like you are. My (laughs) my own personal standards are uh, (laughs) are higher now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like all of the shorthand I used when I was texting, like after T9, of course, mm. because that was a shit show. Mm, yeah. Um, but like, let's see, all of the shorthand, I, I think I still use a few, a little bit of it today. Like, I still use kinda, K I N D A A. Because that's a, like, or, a, or how about like shoulda? I'd use that. Yeah. Although I, I've been. But better. those are legitimate words now, right? Didn't they add those to the Webster's dictionary? That's stupid. Oh. It should have not been. It should have not been. <laughs> kinda, I kind of agree with you. <laughs> I kind of don't agree with you. I sort of agree with you. Mm. Yeah. You know, gonna is a real word. Everybody is it really? Is. Yeah. Mm. I say that. I still say that. If if a word is used enough in language, oh, I dude. think it ends up being justified being officially. I said, word I used to say I ate all the time. I, I would spell it I out. I use that sometimes. A-I-G-H-T. Oh, I use the two I's. I use A-I-G-H-T. Wow. No, I always did I eat because it, it, it was like ah and then right, but without the R. You, you know, that's where yeah. my logic was leading me. I still do it. Is it because yeah. it made you feel gangsta? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I'll open up with yo a lot. Yo. I don't yeah, think yeah, I, yeah. That is a very youth I don't. Idea. I don't say it in person, but when I text people a lot, instead of saying hey or hi, which I sometimes feel comes off as too like I understand. proper or formal, but yo, what's good? Or something like Whoa. that. I don't know. See, I just... I I go over that issue by saying hi or hey, but then adding an exclamation point. So it sounds like hey. I'm really like exuberant. Do you add the hey. two Y's? What? No, I'm hey. not in seventh grade hey. anymore. <laughs> hey, three Y's. Yeah. Did you ever see that infographic that was like one Y is just a greeting, two Y's means you're being friendly, three Y's is like you have a crush on them, four yeah. Y's is like, all right, you're pushing this too far or something like that. Yeah, I use that. Yeah. I I always go hey. Understandable. Yeah. You got beer, GP. What? Yeah, beer. I got beer. Beer break. Beer break. Continue. We'll put a short thing in the middle of here. Otherwise, me and Dan can just monologue. <laughs> Dan, you don't have anything you want to tell your high school self? Mm, I'm thinking about it. Okay. I don't know. I feel like I, a lot of the decisions I make in high school are were lazy, and I'm still kind of lazy. Okay. But you recognize it, so that's good, right? Yeah. I used to, like, copy all the Asian kids in high school. (laughs) Then in college, I copied the Asian kids, too. But now in adult work life so far, I haven't been copying. Do you have an Asian co-worker that you can copy off of? No. Oh. So I'm I'm doing my own stuff, so it's Mm, okay. Wow. Really moving your way up in the world, huh? Mm -hmm. Maybe you could have told your high school self that would be like, Hey, man, after college, you don't have an Asian guy to copy off anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a, I was lazy, but I made it through. Maybe that's why I probably could have had more ambition. Mm. High school Dan, have more ambition, says future Dan. Is it future Dan or is it present Dan? I would say it's present, present Dan. Okay. Do you want a beer? Sure, why not? All right. Uh, let's see. I would tell... Sapporo. 
High school. Oh, that's the Japanese beer, right? No, yeah, I always see it in commercials and yep. anime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't think I've ever actually had it, so that was just a regular lager. I believe so, yeah. I would tell high school Aaron to stop trying to impress people. That's what I would do. I think that's a really useful thing. That's um one of the I think I've already talked about. It. I think I'm pretty sure I already told you guys that I have like post-its on my mirror of just like little sayings that no either encourage me or are good messages to myself just to remind myself of how to stay in a good mindset, you know? And um one of them is you don't need to impress anyone and in specifically the words that I write it, it's you don't need to impress anyone, you big doof. Because mm, uh, I feel like in high school, I feel like I tried to be a people pleaser. Like I tried to be... Is that what you who, would call a doof? No. <laughs> no. I just use doof because I think it sounds funny. It does sound short, funny. short for doofus. Mm. Um, oh. But for high school high school me, like I said, I was a, tried to be a people pleaser where I didn't like... Not even that I didn't like people not liking me. It's just I got some validation of everybody being like... I like Aaron mm. and like, of course it made you feel good. Like being validated by anybody makes you feel good. Right. That's just the whole nature, like human nature of yeah. wanting acknowledgement from other people. But I think back then, since I didn't have, well, a, it goes back to the whole population thing where I knew everybody inside and out like day to day. Um, so I could not pull the strings, but like I knew people and I'd be like, okay, I'll try to impress them, you know, mm. just to get them in my favor. I mean, now I'm like, there's too many people that try to even bother doing that. And I think that's what you, I think that's what you realize when you get a little bit older is that like, you, there's no reason to bother with that just because like you've got so many things that you have to do by yourself and there's so many people that it's just like not worth your time. Yeah. So like a, a better, a better life rule is just not to be a dick, yeah. you know, just like, just try and go through life and be nice. The other idea about that was, I think when you're in high school, everyone does that. And it's just part of learning how to like socially navigate, mm-hmm. you know, I think I definitely t- I did the same thing where uh, I really wanted to be liked and I really wanted to be a, like a people pleaser, right? I mean, I, I like being that yes type of person where people ask me something, I want to go, yeah, I'll do it because I understand that it'll like provide favor for me in some sort of capacity. And so I'll do it, right? But I think, I think what it also does is it teaches you a little bit about how your social interaction works and it gives you a sort of springboard for this is what people are going to be looking for. And, and to some degree, it teaches you about the functionality of friendships and the functionality of relationships in a certain degree. Like once you get out of that situation, you kind of realize like I was really only friends with this person because like there's some sort of functionality between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Like we worked like together in some sort of way that was beneficial. So we were friends because of that. Yeah. Right. And it was favorable for us to be friends. So we kept it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me in high school, I don't think it was that. I was doing it to be fake or anything, because no, I don't. Th- I through, don't think being fake. My is whole the life, thing. I more or less think I'm a genuine person. While way to raise myself on a pedestal. Wow, yeah. genuine man uh, over here. I, I did, I'm not saying I made friends for people just for the sake of saying I like this person likes me. Like that was kind of just a side effect of me trying to attain friendships with people. Mm-hmm. But I mean, because I, ge- I genuinely do like becoming friends with as many people as I like, just because I firmly believe. That variety is the spice of life, and mm. that applies to the people that you know, regardless of how well you know them, just to get a different perspective on things, or even just to have a small conversation with somebody that you've never had a conversation with before. Mm. Um, but back then, uh, I tried to do it where I just, not like it was like Pokemon, where I'm like, catch them all or something, but there was a there was validation for myself through validation of others. Like, 
Hmm. I was getting validation from others, which in turn would make me feel good about myself, uh, which I think was like the root of that. And now it's, it's not a concern anymore. Um, but I'm not saying any of those friendships that I have made in the past during high school are fake at all. Cause those are all, they're all still my friends, still love all of them. Sorry if I didn't connect with you recently, but hey, communication is a two-way street. So if you want to, ever want to hit me up, you let me know. Hey, man, if those relationships are real, they should all be following our podcast. Oh, ooh, that's true. Yeah, so where's yeah, the only real there? friends <laughs> would ever <laughs> listen to my podcast. They're like, yeah, you know what? I didn't get enough of him in high school or college. I need to listen to him I need more on my personality. Daily. I need to listen to him more in my daily. I got to get my errand fixed. Yeah. You know, that's what I've been missing for the past five years. Um, but yeah, I would, I would tell myself not to worry so much. I... Do think I, I agree with you that it gave me a springboard into how to socialize with people? Because for sure, trying to become friends with people in high school made it way easier for me in college and even now to become friends or even just to have a regular conversation with people. Um, because I, from the get go, tried to have those conversations in the first place. So that's good on me for that. Um, but don't do it for such, uh, I guess selfish reasons yeah um, and i guess it's like you don't really have you shouldn't worry about it and make it your prime concern yeah. anymore right I, I think definitely if you when you ma- when making friends nowadays it's really uh you know trying to find great connections with people and trying to uh, develop good relationships you know not everything is networking anymore mm-hmm. and that's kind of like a good way of describing like um a good way of describing those high school like friendships is like not that they were disingenuous, but a lot of it was networking as well. And like yeah. getting like around and like finding like who you liked and what type of develop like personality you were developing at the same time. Right. Yeah. It was it's, all about building your own image and reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And also like the, the self image becomes a big deal when you're like self actualizing in high school and like trying to figure out little bitty tidbits of purpose and what you're meant to do in society. <laughs> and it's like a, you know, it's it's a trying time for everyone, I would assume. Yeah, because yeah. your brain's not fully developed, then still not even the fully developed for us now, if according to medical records. Cause I think we have, what, a year, right? Before brains it's fully are developed. supposed to not stop developing until you're like 25, I guess. Oh, so, really? Yeah, oh, at least year. that's what I read. I don't know. I'm sure it's different from person to person. but Is that when we yeah. start dying? Is that 25 then? I think we start dying as soon as we come out the wombs. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> metal is hell. Oh, way to get extra deep. <laughs> I should add some sort of sound effect for whenever we get deep, just like some like, like that's a good one, you know, like a Hans Zimmer thing. Yeah, like, like <laughs> the, I think that's the a good Inception one. horn. Yeah, yeah, the Inception yeah, that horn. That can't get copyrighted, so I'm gonna just use that. I think I think you got to pull that one. Just okay. yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Anytime, anytime we get deep, I'll put that one ringing in the background. Can we be like implicated if we call it the Inception horn? So let's say we're not gonna get the Inception horn. We're gonna get that horn. That, that was point. popularized by Inception, but not necessarily from Inception okay. or tied to the movie Inception. Well, that's like saying when people call Band-Aids or when you ask for a Band-Aid, okay. the terminology should just be Bandage, but Band-Aid is the company that makes or made it popular. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing with uh, Velcro. The actual term for it, I think, is hook and loop Oh, or something like that, but everyone just calls it Velcro because that's the company that popularized it, so... Uh, you know, same I'm thing be, with same thing. I'm, I'm just gonna call now. that the Inception horn. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, I feel like um, okay. There's a thing where that actually screws the company over. Like band aids, like since other companies are labeling their stuff as band aid, and they they could screw over band aid itself. So yeah, I'm, I might be saying it wrong. But you mean whole thing the comp- the original company band aid can like sue the other companies that yeah. are labeling? It? Oh, okay. But the fact that it's generalized 
in called oh yeah yeah uh, like oh so they, like if the second company fucks up something then they're like okay the main company is bad too mm-hmm. oh i see and i also think I that what that's called it's just like how uh the mandela because effect. yeah it's the mandela effect <laughs> it's really wait but i thought the mandela effect was something else oh no oh. <laughs> mandela effects all the way down <laughs> all right what are you saying continue um you know i completely forgot the train of thought <laughs> <laughs> Gaslighted yourself so hard you gave yourself amnesia. That's really, oh, that's good. Uh, retrograde. It seems like a good Anerograde amnesia. <laughs> what is this, memento? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything else that we would tell our high school selves? We can move on to our college selves. I mean, like, I know what I would tell my college self, so I'm just ready to move on there. Okay. The only and thing I'd want to tell my, my high school self is, like, don't be so stupid. Like, don't yeah. suck so much. I'd tell, really I'd tell my high school self to have more confidence, too. Yeah, but when can you, when do you not... When do you have enough confidence? Yeah, that's true. I feel like you kind of got to take the fall before you understand yeah, where your, place, you gotta, your, your bar for confidence is. You got to understand what it means to fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to that point, you start. Dude, my whole it. life is a series of ass pulls. So. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just nothing's planned. I just go with the wind. Oh, huh, that's yeah. good. Wait, did you. <laughs> Yeah, like I what said, you called it. I said, what, my whole life is a series of ass pulls? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like. I've never heard of that. That book, uh, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, Aaron's book is a series of fortunate <laughs> ass pulls. <laughs> to get to this point, that's all I've been doing. That's Still doing be, it to this day. That's going to be the book that our podcast creates after yeah. this uh, first season. Yep. When uh, when I look back on this in 10 years and 34-year-old me, I'll, and I'll still be like, a, be like, yep, I'm just on chapter 34 of uh, Aaron's <laughs> series of fortunate ass pulls. We've got so. 60 followers instead of only 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just everybody else had to make new accounts because they forgot their logins <laughs> yeah, for their old that's ones. It, that's it, that's it. <laughs> Dan, you don't have anything to tell your high school self? You forget? I'm just stop being lazy, but I'm still currently being lazy. Okay. So it's a... Be be less process. be lazy on the level of your current self, or plan plan your laziness more effectively. There you go. There you go. Nice. On the on the uh, you know the subject of what you tell your uh, are we gonna go college self? Yeah, or are we gonna go, go col- back? Okay, go college, college self. self. And then after this, we'll do last year. I think college self is just like focus, like really, really intently focus. And if you know if if I'm gonna tell myself things like that could be super useful nowadays, it would definitely be like. Stay really focused on the goal at hand. Like, try not to uh, to make a big deal out of like small things, and that gets that gets mediated because I'm growing up in college, right? But all, but then I think the last one is um, like understand the consequences of not wanting to do things. You know, I think when you're a freshman, there's like this: you're in a new place, you can get away with not doing some things. These are early level classes; they don't matter that much. But like. Not doing those classes correctly sets you up poorly for the rest of your collegiate career. Okay. And so, like, I would say definitely focus and definitely, like, make make it, like, a real grind every day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? I think that's the same thing. There are definitely points. I mean, even now, not to say that I'm unmotivated or anything, but there are definite dips in my motivation to get things done, especially in high school, or not high school, in college, due to the natures of class, like... Less so in high school because you're forced to do it. Same thing in college, but it's kind of like I picked this class, which I thought it was going to be interesting, but it's less interesting now that I'm actually in it. So now I don't want to do it as much, which is not a good mindset to have. I should have just done things better. But you're right. I would have told my college self to focus and buckle down a little bit more. I also would have told my college self to try networking professionally 
more. Uh, just because now that I'm realizing how niche my line of work is in the Midwest, probably should have done more academic clubs or any academic clubs and got gotten better connections to make this uh, transition into adult life a lot easier. Uh, but on the other hand, I'm learning a lot of life, life lessons as my current situation continues to go on. So not totally ungrateful for that. But yeah, I would have told myself to network better. Um, I think I also would have told my college self to take more chances. Mm. Like, I had lots of opportunities for things presented to me when I think about it. Don't know where they could have necessarily ended up. Could have been bad, could have been good, depending on what circumstance or what situation I'm thinking of. But I think I should have been a little bit more daring just because now that we're out of college, um, I mean, I heard it a lot while we were there from my sisters or just people who are already in college or uh, graduated before us, but they're like, the the setting that you're in now in college, like, You'll never have a bigger pool of people that are around the same age as you that are all facing a very similar situation, mm. which is totally true. I mean, you could totally find other 20-somethings nowadays, but like you have to go seek them out because we all live in our own houses now and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But if we're all combined in one very small section of a city, it's a lot easier to get other people's opinions or ask them for help or stuff like that. Um, and I think I should have taken more advantage of... Uh, being able to rely on other people around me just that were in similar situations. I mean, luckily we have each other and like other good friends that I can still talk to now, but uh, just like strictly speaking, the logistics of how many people were available or uh, how many opportunities were presented to those people. And by extension, me just being in proximity to that, I probably should have taken better care to see that that was something that was in front of me. So, yeah. but hmm. no use in crying over spilt milk, right? And well, there's always new opportunities ahead. So, yeah. And I think like the big point about this is trying to take the lessons that you uh, could have, well, you would have told yourself beforehand and try to apply them in a very forward looking manner, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think like all of the advice you give yourself now, like it seems really obvious, but I think it's so easy to lose sight of them in the, when you're looking forward because you're so preoccupied with like having to do this or that when really like these, these, uh, basic tenets for like doing things kind of applies in many situations you know and and as much as they'll change in 10 years like i think like if you try and uh, if you try and hold fast some of these you know parts that you should have done like maybe focusing a little more maybe networking a little more like those things make like they pay off dividends if you if you truly try to work on them mm -hmm. right and so i think like the best part about looking back is that you're still allowing yourself to uh, to do the things but you're you have a better, uh, I guess, grasp of what the consequences are when you don't do the things now. And so like, for me, I know what it's like to not focus. Like, I know what it's like when you don't do things a certain way and you don't have structure. You kind of like, you, you fuck yourself a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. You're not prepared. Like nothing goes well. You blame everything else because like everything's going wrong and it can't just be a me problem, but it really is a me problem, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And so like, uh, it really, it really is a helpful thing. And, and as much as it is like really cringy to look back and be like, I could have done this. Like, what could have been if I had have done this? Who's to say like you would have learned the thing if you didn't do that? And in that it doesn't even go back to that you would have known it already. It's just a totally different scenario. Yeah. Right. And so I, I guess the most efficient and productive thing is always to take these like what ifs and like figure out what the issue was and then continue with the better path leading forward. You know, it's, it's like a, a large scale idea of when you have an issue in piano. You, you try and isolate the issue and fix that issue in itself and then you implement. And so it's kind of like, 
it's a good, uh, I guess, scale idea for how we do everything else. So like, for instance, when you look back, the issue was that, you know, we weren't focused or we weren't this or that. So you, you isolate that issue and you focus intently on doing that forward. And that becomes yeah. like a strength, right? It's mm-hmm. the same thing that happened to our confidence, right? Like confidence was never strong points for any of us, at least not for me. I remember isolating that issue and just being like, here's how I'm going to fix it. And I fixed it, you know? Mm-hmm. And now I, I might not be super confident all the time, but I definitely know how to come off as being confident, right? Yeah. And that's something we addressed in a previous episode. Like just even the the intention of being confident gives you confidence. Mm-hmm. So. So I think it's really important not to be super discouraged by this because I think when you get nostalgic, it's it's simple and easy to be discouraged about what could have been. But really, that doesn't it doesn't have any bearing on what you do anymore. Yeah, because hindsight's twenty twenty, right? It's always twenty twenty. Yeah. It always seems obvious what you should have done, but it really wasn't in the in the moment. If you really try and empathize with your past self, everything was really like up in the air and confusing, mm-hmm. right? You didn't know what was going to happen day after day. Not to say that it was a hard life, but like. You're trying, you're like definitely making it piecemeal as much as you could. Yeah. Yeah. So that could even apply in the future. Cause I mean, who's to say that the advice that we're telling our past selves now, our tenure selves in the future will be like, now that was a stupid piece of advice. I don't think I would have done that now. Yeah. Like, right. It could have been different. Right. Yeah. You could never know. I mean, we don't know if our personal values or worldview or whatever will change that drastically, but it's always, it could be, could be, would be, but who knows? Yeah, I would. That's kind of how there. There wasn't a whole lot in college that I would have changed there, because you know how they have that conversation. They, I always how like how people always say they they say like who who's they? Is it like the Jedi Council or what? I don't know. Make friends, dude. But uh, there, there's that argument or that uh, what if scenario where it's if you could do it all over again, would you? Um, for me, we'll high school. Speaking about things that you could do over again if you could. So we're going back to trademark. And now it's time for dance facts. Okay. Genericization. That okay. was the term. Wow. So trademark <laughs> trademark gen- genericization is when um, companies like Aspirin are no longer able to trademark that name Aspirin because everybody uses Aspirin as a genericized term mm. for that medicine. So I'm just using aspirin because it was the first example on Wikipedia. But yeah, apparently if, you, if you're if you buying an aspirin, you're just buying some random pain medicine. Like the generic but brand. when aspirin first started, it was literally, that was their brand name. Oh. And then they had it as a trademark. But after a while, it's not legally protected anymore. So that's, that's what Thank you for your bit of knowledge. I want everyone to know that at the podcast, we tie up all of our loose ends. Yes. And that's why we did this. All yeah. right. We should make this a little segment. It should be called like... Dan's, Dan's, Dan's facts, Dan's facts, Dan's facts. And we're going to put a little stinger at the beginning of every time we say it. Mm. You're like, and now it's time for Dan's facts. So yeah, there you go. Thank you for that little bit of information. But, um, that, that argument of, uh, would you do it all over again? Um, for me, high school, no, because high school sucks. I mean, I had a good time in high school, but not enough that it would justify me doing it all over again. Mm. Even if I had... The knowledge that I do now, I don't think I would do it all over again just because, like, high school sucks. Um, college, yes, I would redo. I don't know how drastically different I would do things, um, but that's the whole point of this conversation, right? Like, how would you, what advice would you have told yourself? And for me, if I were to redo college, uh, like I said, I would have said to, A, take advantage of the resources around me better and 
be be more daring in my like personal life. So, so how about you? Through what? So so you're talking to your college self. What do you tell yourself? Mm, just yeah, be less lazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same thing I told my high school self. That's so. fine. Were you any less lazy in college than you were in high school? I mean, think about it. You got a degree. Like, yeah. Yeah, I made it through. Yeah, I mean, got through. You got a job. I was more minimalistic. Like I do literally the minimum to just get get by with um, like a C. Hmm. So you get degrees. But yeah, I would turn it up as soon as I thought I was not hitting that C. That's fun. I remember certain. I I definitely remember times when like you hit the books really hard. Mm. Right. Yeah. There would be definite days where like. We'd be on the train together, and you'd just be hitting it really hard. Oh, yeah? Right, yeah. Cramming right before an exam or something? No, not even cramming. Just, like, you'd have a test in, like, a, Dan would have a test in, like, a week and a half. Oh, wow. And he'd be like, I got to know this stuff. Mm. So, you just, like, you'd review the entire train right there. That's good. That's pretty yeah. good. Good on you. So, okay. so, I think, like, you definitely made improvements, mm. you know? And it's it, it definitely paid off. Like, it's a big deal. Yep. Right? There you go. So what about you? What what about college JP? What would you tell college JP? Oh yeah, just uh, undergrad college JP. Undergrad college JP. Yeah. Oh man, Ooh. just like there's a difference, right? <laughs> Orthodox JP. <laughs> man, yeah, it's seriously just like don't get don't get distracted. Okay. Like it's it's so easy to get distracted with all your free time in college. Like oh, I've got so much time, right? That's true. You were talking about like the way that college is set up. Like you got so much time to do everything. You really don't. Like nope. yeah, it really it, it moves fast. It's brutal. Like you know, and, and then the other thing I think that I didn't mention before is, is they, they always say, right. Like that it blows by you and you don't, and it's gone. It does. dude. It, it's Holy gone. Shit, it it, does. I was talking to Alex about this recently. My, my old friend and roommate still my friend now just was my roommate before. Um, like undergrad really blew past us. And we were so surprised because we, we tried to have this amount of self-awareness when we had, were getting out of our uh, freshman year. We were like, it's already the first year's over. Like, yeah, I remember talking. I, I explicitly remember talking about that a lot. Yeah, like we're going and it's gonna happen. And then like every like every time we see each other, it's great. It's like I I I always miss him a lot, and it's always so good to like get to to hang out with him again. But it really just takes me back. Like man, that all that time, the whole, like the four years we spent together, they just blew right past. Yeah. Right, and it's I, I think like it's not the the advice they would give isn't like you need to value your time more. It's more like, you know, understand that every day you spend worrying about something is a day you spend not like taking care of the things that you want to remember. Mm. And I think that's a big deal because I remember I spent so much time worrying and so much time like in the like in this this part of my life that was so tough and like always trying and always stressed out and always trying to do something too much. I think like it definitely took away from like all the experiences I could have had. Not to say that I regret my decision making, but that like. You know, I, I miss the times. I miss that sort of like innocence of being a, an undergraduate and mm -hmm. like, you know, feeling like I've got so much ahead of me. And like, I, I still feel like I've got a lot ahead of me. <laughs> innocence is such a good word to use for that. Yeah. I mean, like throughout your throughout your whole undergrad, you are innocent. Yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're in the world, but you're still not in the world, you know. And then it starts getting a little bit more like it gets a Real. little bit less black and white and a little bit more like realistic yeah. when you're uh, when you're coming out of it. I think that applies to us even now. I think that's how it's going to be. Man. I very much view myself as still being innocent. Yeah. Because there's just like so many life events that haven't happened yet for me I personally. Don't know how to so. cook still. 
Really? Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, get on that YouTube. This is where our sponsor, a blue apron, comes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, honestly, though, <laughs> dude, Home Chef, like, good stuff. Uh, we tried a Home Chef, like, week. That stuff's so good, dude. It's easy. It's like, that? Home Chef is like a, um, it's a, it's a service. Read, read it from the script that they sent oh, us. Oh, here, here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, home Chef. Home Chef. Do you want me to add the, 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 the ukulele music that, yeah, yeah. Can you okay. please? Yeah, um, okay. So, you Home go. Chef is all about um, they. You pay them a lot of money, and they send you they send you all the food that you're gonna need for a whole week's worth of food. Okay. Like six meals, whatever you need, and then they give you instructions on how to even cook the food and how to prepare it, like pictures and all. So it's like foolproof. And you go in there, you cut all the shit up, you put it in the thing. <laughs> was it, in the was in the <laughs> cut all this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> you cut all this shit up and like and you put it you do it exactly as they tell you to do it comes out flame as hell it's yeah. so good you guys have experienced it yeah so so Kelby bought a week of it and we um, and we, we just worked on it and man like those recipes are so dang like you, you gotta try it out <laughs> yeah. one time okay <laughs> and then what's their tagline you always gotta close with their tagline what's their tagline I don't know their tagline I don't know either. you're the one who's reading the script that's sponsored uh, oh, oh my script hold on I need Chef to pull life. oh man it's, I, my, it's my dank <laughs> cut that shit up it's dank <laughs> shut up it's dank yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good Home Chef. <laughs> We're going to be the first podcast that they sponsor. Thank you. Thank you, Home Chef, for making this possible. <laughs> Does this count as, is this count of slander? Is this like something we can get in trouble for? for pretending I, that they're I, gonna, mean, I mean, as much as I remember, we only spoke good okay. things about it. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Uh, pretty good. Okay. I yep. imagine a Terry Crews character narrating <laughs> that, or a Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, no. You get all that shit and you cut that shit up. It's dank. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. This, is, this will be a new reoccurring theme. Just us getting unreal, faking getting a, uh, fake a sponsor. Yeah. That's gonna be our fifth okay. podcast. That'll be, that'll that'll be the fake sponsor video. Yeah, you two do the 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 question that I just did for myself, which is the Would you do it all over again? High oh, school and college. I might. I'd consider it. Which one? Both? Probably college. I don't care about high school. Screw that. Like, mm. I'd do college over again though. What about you, Dan? I think I wanted to learn some more skills about like um, more discipline skills. Like when you're taking notes, you want to take notes with a certain discipline. Like the two columns, pretty good. And then uh, just like knowing philosophy, like philosophy behind uh, what type of discipline you want to learn. Okay, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. You can still learn that. Definitely, yeah. yeah. But if I knew it in high school earlier, then it'd be. But oh, you want to yeah. you want meaningful. to learn it in that setting? Yeah. Yeah. I remember they they did they had some like half-assed attempts of trying to show us different note-taking techniques and yeah. it never really came through at all. Uh, it was like you tried, like I'm still <laughs> going to take notes the way I want to. Here's your to. gold star participation, right? Right. Let's move on to uh, graduate school and post grad. So like graduate school for me, and then like post graduate, whatever you guys want to do, like working and uh-huh. the the grind, the real grind, because you guys the, are real the adults. Real grind. You're you're real adults, and I'm still in La La Land. And the very bare minimum sense of the word doctor for, status i'm trying it's gonna it's gonna when i'm 30 i'll have it that's gonna be right. sick that's man. gonna be stupid i'm gonna have it at 30 future doctor Dude, jp fine, this man. one goes out to you yeah seriously i mean this is my uh my time capsule statement that's true do the thing yes um if i so i have one that's super pertinent i think um if I'm talking to my last year self to 2018 JP yeah, let's about move on this to the time, 2018. the real question mm-hmm. at hand, if I'm talking to this motherfucker, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> come on, man. I'd be like, he's a good kid. 
I he's okay. He's, okay. he's dead. <laughs> I knew him. He's dead to me. <laughs> I'd be like, you gotta, you gotta not say yes to everything. You oh, say, yeah. you say yes to everything and you overwork yourself. And that's something I still do, but okay. it's just like, you know, last year and even maybe a little bit of the year before that, I just kept doing these things. Like I wanted to say yes to everyone and I wanted to take all these jobs and I didn't want to miss an opportunity. I really tried to like double down on like, Hey, can you do this gig? Hey, can you play this music for me? Hey, can you learn this in a couple of months? And I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll do all of it. And then I'd come down and be like, Oh my God, I can't learn this. It's <laughs> so much work. And I, I don't have any time. It's and, um, and it really messes with you because it's like, you accepted you get, it, yeah. Yeah, and you can't say no. And then you have to question, like, am I bad? Like, am I a bad artist or am I a bad musician? And really the issue is that you haven't learned to prioritize, like, things and place, and place things in a very nice and neat way so that it comes out like representing you in a very good way. And that's something that is a really good personal lesson to keep moving forward is, like, the things that you do, like, and, and this is something I don't know why I didn't make this a priority earlier on, but, like, and it's something they like instill in you in high school too. It's just like everything that you do is just like um, an example of your, of your whole personality and of how you are. And so like, it's important that all of the work you do becomes like this shining glimmering nugget, you know, and you don't want to make, you don't want to hand in something like a piece of shit, you know, like, yeah. yeah, because like, so last year I definitely had my first quarter, like my first semester of call of a master's degree, like, I was like, okay, I'm in it. I'm going to work really hard on piano. And then I definitely sacrificed a few things because I didn't say no to a few things. So I had to half-ass a bunch of stuff and I didn't feel good about it. And so like what, what I would really think is just like you, everything you do needs to have enough time to be very good. You know, it can't just be good. It's got to be like tip top because this is the stuff that people are going to go off of, especially since it's the most recent thing now. And so like anything that you agree to do or any sort of job that you take on, it has to be like tip top and it's got to be like as good as you can make it. Because like if it's not, then people are just going to assume like that's just how the, that's the way you operate. Right. And that's just a bad representation of yourself. Mm. And, and like the only real, the only real enemy you have then is you. Right. If you're not, if you're not putting in as much as you like absolutely can for a project, it's you who's the issue. And I, I, I can't stand being personally responsible for like any downfalls or pitfalls. And so like that, so it really boils down to like prioritizing things in a very specified and structured manner so that you have enough time to work on it and saying no. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's a great piece of advice just in general. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, especially when you're young, you want to like take all these things on, you want to do project after project. And I think yourself. that's like, that's something we've realized with like, even this podcast is like, I want to do this podcast a lot, yeah. but like, there's a lot of times when we're, we're just like super busy and we like, you know, when are we going to make time to record again? When are we going to do this or that? And I want to do this project and this project and you can't feasibly do everything, right? Yeah. Everything mm -hmm. needs to have like a time and a place for it. You've got to live a pretty structured lifestyle in order to get things done. That's why we're on a bi-weekly schedule, or yeah. at least what hopes to look no, like a bi-weekly schedule. Whatever, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we're just doing much. this for doing anywhere between about? two this to is, three This weeks. is bi-weekly schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah we're, this, we're, we're consistently we one month late on all the holidays that we talk <laughs> Do about. Do we really have one two weeks ago? Uh, yeah, more yeah, or less. Two or three weeks or ago. Or four weeks ago. Four weeks ago. Okay, <laughs> come on. Man. It's it's consistently between two and three weeks. So. Okay, that's fair. And I, I at Honestly, one point said, I let's have this release on 
every second Wednesday, and then I don't know, it's <laughs> somewhere in the two weeks. We're not getting paid for this, so we can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah, <laughs> right? That's like, what I'm saying. Why we, can't we, we put do a, it? We put up quality material yeah. though, it's, for the most part. It comes out timely time enough, casual, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, really though, if anyone's really paying attention, we're not even on a bi-weekly schedule. We're on a holiday schedule. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Nobody cares. We're a, ho- we're a okay. holiday cast, yeah. like, and we'll we'll take any holiday we can get. We, we should do that. We should make it like we can. We just count all the Hallmark <laughs> like holidays. Oh god! Like, like what's today? Today is National What Day? I don't know. It's always a National Something Day. <laughs> Leif Erikson Day. National That's Donut day. day was like a while ago. I remember that. <laughs> what was that? Leif Erikson Day. Uh, I don't know. I looked it up at one point, but I don't remember anymore. Is it in March? Possibly. Oh, dude, you know what day is today? Mm. Um, okay, let's see. National Pizza Day is observed annually on February 9th. Pizza's great. We had pizza today, so. Yeah, we did a okay, pizza. We celebrated. Um, October 9th. National Bagel Very Day nice. and National Toothache, Toothache Day. That's kind of s- shitty day to Why celebrate? do we have a toothache day? Yeah, I thought you were only supposed to celebrate good things, not toothaches on this you know with the same logic we can like celebrate stupid things too <laughs> national broke my foot today day yeah. right national lost national all my money testicular torsion day oh don't say that <laughs> for any of you who don't know what testicular torsion it's is, exactly what it sounds it like <laughs> oh, no. just look it up feel bad for anyone who has to deal with it take two grapes on a vine and just twist that shit <laughs> well, spin it like a washing machine <laughs> stop <laughs> <laughs> good, old, good old moment of silence for the uh, for those sufferings yeah, out let, there. Let that one sit. And I like to think that our world. that our main demographic base of listeners are testicular torsion sufferers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I, we're sympathizing you with you guys. Yeah, this one's for you. One of us is gonna get it. So like, nose Let's goes. Just knock on wood. Oh boy, here comes the karma. Yeah, seriously, we, we deserve that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dan, what what for you? What about 2018, Dan? <laughs> Shoot, man! Don't get testicular torn. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good advice. I mean, do you know how to avoid that? Um, I think don't I'm sit cross-legged. Job. Don't wow. sit. Don't sit cross-legged. Don't get super stressed out. Really? Yeah, stress. That's how it happens. Stress doesn't help it. <laughs> well, jeez, oh, <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Are you feeling it happen right now? He's are like, oh, really I'm adjusting. I'm adjusting. Why does it sound like that? It's like a like a rusty, rusty nut. screws. It is a rusty nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awful. Sorry to anybody who's actually <laughs> suffering through testicular torture. <laughs> My tubes tied. <laughs> when? How did? How did we get here? I don't know. Like, like <laughs> I never understand, dude. I don't remember what we talk about. Like. Five minutes ago, I don't remember what we talked about. In the I'm last gonna look podcast. up what testicular torsion day is on oh, the U.S. Boy. calendar. If it actually is a thing, that'll be amazing. <laughs> Nothing to twelve times. Contortion, testicular really torsion. Con- no, there's oh, no yeah. day for it. Torsion, we're we're okay. Contortion. We're safe. <laughs> but nothing, nothing to tell. 2018, Dan. 2019, mm. Dan. <laughs> mm. Mm. You can be as ambiguous and codified as you want with your message. Yeah, I like JP's one. This was pretty good. Saying no to stuff instead of like taking on a larger load than you can handle. Yeah, dude. Okay. It's recognizing real. what is appropriate to say no to is important. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? And like that's like that's where prioritization comes in, recognizing what you need to prioritize. Yeah. It's, it's a difficult thing. Agreed. 
But yeah, if I got better at that, then that would be something I could tell my 2018 self. And then that'd be something that hey, I, it's yeah. more of something I just learned in 2018 rather than something I could tell my 2018. Yeah, but I guess like you know, that's the whole point of this though. Yeah, yeah. now you know the learning from our mistakes. So. That's the theme we went back on. But now the thing is like apply. Apply it, yeah. yeah. So what's up, uh, 2018, Aaron? Oh, what would I tell 2018, Aaron? Yeah, what are you gonna tell him? Uh. Keep chugging along. Chug. You're doing a decent job. Big chuggus. <laughs> Big, Big chuggus. chuggus. Yeah. Um, it's fat Aaron. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say just, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you're doing a good job. Probably try a little bit harder. Not that you're not doing or that you did a bad job, but there's always room for improvement. There you go. This is kind of just me talking to myself right now, honestly. Uh, but... Keep keep doing what you're doing. Um, I think trusting the process is such a big thing. Yes. You know, like, if you can trust the process when you're working. Like, so all of these points really come together. Like, when you're prioritized correctly and you're structured correctly, you can trust that process to work for you. Mm-hmm. And you got to chug because, like, that's the only way you're going to – the only way you're going to get through this is if you chug, right? Yeah. If you chung. And so, uh, <laughs> if you chung. <laughs> keep chugging on. Yeah. So, oh, so, I know. Hold on. I would, Real quick. I would tell – 2018 Aaron to pick a different fucking car because you already spent over a thousand dollars trying to fix a damn thing <laughs> so pick a yeah. different car but other than that I think the first mistake was trying to invest in a Volvo mm. there's a reason why they don't sell them anymore that's a Saturn oh it's a Saturn same thing though they don't sell those anymore yeah yeah the Saturn's extra extinct at this Volvos point Volvos are still around yeah I think I meant to say Saturn but I just completely forgot like I misinter- or I misconstrued it okay yeah let's see Let's. What about a stupid thing that I can tell myself to do? Um, I would tell 2018 JP to drink a lot more. Um, nice. You know, don't worry so much about the calories. Go for the liquor because okay. that's less calories. Nice. Right? Yeah. Also, if you fill up on alcohol, you won't have to eat. Yeah, exactly. I think the other thing I would tell him is that you worried about, you know, lactose intolerance. It goes away. You like to, that's awesome. It's gone. Yeah, it's that's great. That's a great thing, JP. I know. It's, it's from fan- 2018, we'll be very happy to hear that. Dude, it's I'm fantastic. Sure. Yeah, there I know. If I, could, if I could go back and be like, hey, dude, don't worry about it. It'd be like, just eat that mac and cheese, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, one time I uh, one time I made like homemade mac and cheese for my friends, and I dumped like three pounds of cheese in it Ooh. with like bacon, too. I got sick eating oh. that really bad. Oh, like, that's that's oh, something the, worth getting sick of. But the thing though. is, everyone got sick eating that, too, because <laughs> oh. the, there was so much richness to the cheese. Nice. And, like the fat of the uh, bacon good times dude i miss that mac and cheese They're great anything dumb to tell 2018 dan dumb yeah mm. go to that go to that concert that we we keep missing every year the j cole concert we missed and then there's a, oh the tw- in april is the periphery concert that We're, we gotta go to that we one. really should go to that one we really have no excuse to miss it this time yeah. around. yeah right? I, I feel like it's right we should vacation we get our vacation days or whatever. <laughs> trying to go to a metal concert, Aaron? When? April. April. If I'm free. Uh, nice. Actually, nothing metal concert. Hang. <laughs> it's it's about as useful as a red. We're going to bring up. our setup in there while we're... <laughs> while the metal concert's going on, and you can't hear anything other than the metal music. <laughs> it's just like an hour and a half long of us. I'm like, yeah, I edited this to make sure that the conversation... The mashing. Yeah. Or the moshing, sorry. We could just record the entire thing and bootleg it. Yeah. 
really poor bootlegging. <laughs> then we'll actually get <laughs> copyright stricken <laughs> stealing other people's work. I feel like we missed an opportunity to call ourselves a, a very poor bootlegging for our podcast mm. name, right? But I, I, I think the current name actually more aptly fits what we do. It does. Right. What else would we have called it? I don't know. I think like it was a fortuitous use That's why I like the name so much because it just stuck. I was like, that's really good. Yeah, I think I think it was excellent. The I, hang? It is a pretty, it is a, it's a hang cast, you know? It is a hang cast. I, I think like, you know, lots of stupid things to tell ourselves from the last year. Probably the one thing I wish they would have done more is like eat out, like try out all of Chicago's food a lot more. I was always so busy. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't have any money to do this. Hmm. When feasibly I could have probably done it like, I don't know, once every month or so. Like, go try this place. Like, don't don't get stuck in the same rut of the other of all the places you normally eat. Times are different, though. I think the important thing to take away from all of this is like, we all look back on it and kind of think nostalgically, like, ah, oh, what would have been. But like I said before, like, it's a good opportunity for us to like evaluate the things that we would have told ourselves and be like, maybe I should do these things more often now, right? Mm-hmm. The the saying no thing is a big deal for me. Like, I have a hard time like telling people I can't do it because like I don't want to I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I'd rather some like weird supernatural circumstance happen where I can't do it. And just out of obligation, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like this thing happens. So I just really can't do it. And it's not my fault because I, I feel like I assume responsibility when I have to say no. And so like you're, you're not being responsible by saying yes, knowing full well you couldn't do it. Mm. So, exactly. yeah. But so I think really the important thing is uh, the things that you would have done last year or even years prior, like, how do you like apply that to things you could do now? Yeah, now. And because like, like we said, this advice doesn't, uh, it's not like it ages poorly. It's always going to be relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, even the, the small things that can be tweaked a little bit here and there, like, or the priorities that we're making now, like they might get tweaked still like the, the same sort of deal will happen. I think like in 10 years, you'll still be like, Hey, maintain focus or Hey, yeah. keep doing this. Like, Hey, keep chugging. It's always going to be a present thing. I think if you if you work in a in a structured environment, you know that process will always just provide some sort of like success in any sort of way. And here's the big arc with our success video. No, oh, yeah, it's really a it's, it's really more just about like how you view it, right? Success is super relative in any sort of sense. Yep. And so like, as long as you're as long as you're meeting a goal and setting those goals and knocking them down one by one, like. You're doing it. It's uh, moving forward, I think, is the key words here. Yes, yes. So, A very hopeful entrance to 2019 in February, where our year starts. <laughs> Gungi Fat Choi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the actually nothing new year actually coincides more with the Chinese, Chinese new, year. new Year. So like, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. What is the year of uh, the year this year is what? It's the, Boar, the pig. That's my yes, year, man. Pig. Ooh. And Peter's year, I think. Last no, year Peter's was a rat. the rooster. The we're rooster? dogs. Yeah, we're dogs. Yeah. 20, or 94 was dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're the piggies? Yep. Nice. We dogs. What happens in the year of the piggies? Lots of bacon. I was born. I got I to gotta read through that. Uh, <laughs> you know in all those Chinese restaurants, they have like the big chart. It yeah. tells you like. The, the Chinese zodiac. I got I to read oh, through yeah. the Chinese zodiac again. Yeah. Chinatown, man. I, you know, I've been trying to go back. Like, I really want to go. I've been to Chinatown in a, a long time. You guys trying to go? Have some good bubble tea. Yeah, dude. They have some good joy bubble tea. No man, it's not about joyes anymore. Really, it's about some better, better stuff down there. The yeah. underground stuff. Yeah, well, there's just so many things in Chinatown you can get to. Yeah, yeah like yeah. those dudes in the shop—they're just chopping fish, right? They're chopping yeah. their heads yeah. up right there in front of you. 
there anything else we should close out with? Like, um, I know advice to, or not advice, but like I know to nice. I know to, I know to a future to, to yeah, end of yeah. 2019. I like know to future self. Okay, like the note to future self should be like, like don't waste time. Okay, you know it's all limited. Also, go to Chinatown. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Dan, anything for end of 2019, Dan, to hear? No. Okay. <laughs> Solid. Good job that you did what you did. Yeah. Um, things got better, so good for you. Things will keep getting better. Things will keep getting better. So, the, good job, 2019. When the car is at the lowest point, it only goes up. Yes. Right? <laughs> I also think, like, you know, you have to balance. Like, you need to work hard, but you got to, like, you, you can't always work hard, right? You know, you work too hard, and you might, like, work yourself into a rut. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, then you hate what you do. So, yep. like, you know, definitely a lot, a lot times of work and, like, Try to enjoy the times of work and then like understand that you need to rest. Yeah. You know, care is a big thing. Enjoy the situation that you're in. Yeah. That's the best of it. Right. Self-care will be the next one we do. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That's going to be one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, podcast over and out. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Bye. <laughs> see ya.